0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Kathy Kay, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, March 2, 2017. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 11, the paragraph that begins, Had this power originated in him? It's the fourth paragraph down on the page. Um, Today's readers are Tenzin P. reading the 12 steps, Kathy C. reading the 12 traditions, and reading the text Amanda R., Rachel N. M., and Leslie M. The reference number for yesterday, Wednesday, March 1st, at seven AM meeting Eastern Time is nine six seven two. The ten AM meeting Eastern Time the share ID is nine six seven three. And our newcomer greeter today is Christine K. OA preamble Overeaters Anonymous to read the twelve steps of OA.
1: Good morning, everyone. The twelve steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, uh, that our lives had become unmanageable. Well, do we say food or alcohol? I'm so sorry. Food. Okay, sorry. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except what to do so would injure them or others. Ten, Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it. eleven, talked through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message through compulsive eaters, and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Tenzin P. And Kathy C., would you please read the 12 Traditions of OA?
2: Yes,
3: good morning, everybody. My name is Kathy C. from Montreal, Canada. The 12 Traditions. Tradition one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. Thank you, Kathy C. How our meeting
0: works. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study on page 11 of the big book, the fourth paragraph, and I will ask Amanda R. to get us started
4: good morning this is amanda r and i'm a recovered compulsive overeater from maine had this power originated in him obviously it had not there had been no more power in him than there was in me at that minute and this was none at all that floored me it began to look as though religious people were right after all here was something at work in the human heart which had done the impossible. My ideas about miracles were drastically revised right then. Never mind the musty past, here sat a miracle directly across the kitchen table. He shouted glad tidings. I saw that my friend was much more than inwardly reorganized. He was on a different footing. His roots grasped a new soil." So I I like the uh the last sentence his roots grasp a new soil because that gives me an image um to understand this this thing that that has happened in me as well um Right, I have a bunch of house plants, and I'm awfully fond of them. And I found this uh, particular type of fertilizer which just works amazingly for them. Like my um, my friends that come to visit, they they sort of joke and say, you know, those plants of yours are going to be halfway up the stairs by the morning if you're not careful. <laughs> and um, it is true. Like I, I fertilize, and they just. Take off, you know, new leaves all over the place and flowers, and just uh, growing and growing. And um, that's a kind of an image for for me reaching out my the roots of my my heart, my being to a higher power. When I find that that fertilizer, that that new soil. All sorts of amazing things have happened to me. Um, I was, um, before like, coming into this program, working the steps, I was legitimately a miserable person. I was no fun to be around, and it certainly was no fun to be me. I remember like my grandmother died. And I did not even go to her funeral. It was like a big family party. All sorts of people from all over. I had people who hadn't been there and, you know, been around forever. Everybody shows up. And I am in my apartment halfway across the state being miserable all by myself and eating because I can't pull it together enough to go to her funeral. And, And then... I came to this program because, well, I got a bunch of weight to lose. Nothing else has worked. Why don't I give this thing a shot? I don't know what the 12 steps are. I don't know anything about this, but, you know, just something new. Why don't I give it a try? And crazy things started to happen where I enjoy living life, and I show up for other people, and I get healthier, and, of course, the, the weight comes off, and... I don't know. I'm I'm just as surprised as anybody else that knows me. It's and it, it it's such a relief because being miserable is a full time job plus some and uh I'm glad to be free. I'm glad to have this, this new these this new soil for my roots. And that's all I have, I pass.
0: Thank you, Amanda R. So uh who would like, like to share on the second two paragraph? Or- that Amanda
5: Nessa,
6: Harlan G. Nessa
0: B. B. R Larry Kathy C. Christy J. Jackie G. Hey, one second. Um let's see. I have so far I missed a couple. Harlan G, Nessa R, Larry K and Kathy C. Who did I miss? Jackie B. Yes,
4: Jackie that, B. Chris Christy G, G.
0: B. I did not I think I heard another male voice. voice? Yeah, Sydney A. Sydney a, a. A is it?
2: No, a- Anthony S like C. Oh
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anthony. Anthony S. Okay, we're gonna, okay, we're gonna... There. Yeah. Jackie B.
6: Jackie
0: B? I have Jackie. Uh I think I heard a Christina, is that right?
6: Christy G?
7: Oh, Chrissy G. Okay, I'm going
0: to stop there, and I'll tell you who I have: Harlan G., Nessa R., Larry K., Kathy C., Jackie B., Anthony S., and Chrissy G. Please go ahead, Harlan.
8: Harlan, press star one, please.
5: Okay, sorry about that. Harlan G, recovered compulsive overeater in Scottsdale, Arizona. Thank you, Kathy Kay, and to Team Thursday for making this meeting possible. We are seeing a shift in Bill's thinking that is going to change the history and the course of the world. Bill has been wrestling with this idea of a God-based solution to his problem. He knows the problem. He knows about the physical allergy. He knows about the twist of the mind. And he knows that where alcohol is concerned, the will is amazingly weakened. He gets this information from Silkworth. But Silkworth could not present Bill with a solution. Bill is told by Silkworth that there is nothing we can do but to give you to the undertaker or the asylum where you'll die of a wet brain, probably within a very short period of time. Bill is hopeless when Evie comes to see him, but there is something happening here that is going to change the world, and that is he's wrestling with this idea that his ideas about miracles are being drastically revised. He's not looking for the burning bush. He's not looking for the splitting of the Red Sea. He's not looking for the Cubs winning the World Series. He sees in front of him a drunk, a person that he knows to be an alcoholic of the depth that he is himself, and the man is sober. And the man is happy to be sober. He isn't fighting the liquor Now, there's one other little component here that we're going to get to on Monday about your own conception of God. But right here, right now, he says, my ideas about miracles were drastically revised right then. Never mind the musty past. In other words, forget all the biblical stuff. Forget all the historical stuff. Forget the wars, the chicanery, all that stuff. Here sat a miracle heavy thatcher being sober directly across the kitchen table he shouted great tidings he saw that my friend i saw that my friend was much more than inwardly reorganized he was on a different footing his his roots grasped a new soil what a miracle he is seeing it took all argument away from him there was nothing more to argue about and on Monday, if you tune in, we're going to see some things here in italics at the end of this little par- second paragraph that's going to further change the world. So tune in Monday. With that, I'll pass. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Harlan G. Nessa R., please go ahead.
6: Thank you. Good morning, Vision for You. This is Nessa R., recovered in Toronto, Canada. Um, his roots grasp new soil. So what are the roots of my actions, Uh, my thoughts, my thoughts, driven by my beliefs. And so, you know, if there's a new soil, what is the old soil? So my old soil, my old beliefs that I had prior to recovery, beliefs about the food and about uh, eating and about life in general, about God, you know. So for example, you know, (laughs) Um, I'd like to eat everything I want and still be thin. I should be able to eat like normal people. I should be able to control the food thing and the weight thing or, you know, God, you know, be my errand boy, do what I say, you know, make me thin, let me eat everything I want and make me thin or, you know, give me my reward. I've been good, I've been a good girl, you know, so where's my price? Uh, Beliefs about life that I can only be happy uh, when things go my way when people do what i want when i want how i want and not only that i can be happy but they will be happy too you know like uh you know i'm 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 the director uh instead of the actor and this is the transformation um uh that comes along with recovery um following the the um um putting down the food practicing entire abstinence and following the steps according to the big book um, it it brings it brings about a change in that thought process I mean actually that's what the steps are they teach us a new thought process that helps me that helped me abandon those beliefs and open me up to um, God's true will for me and so now I cannot eat everything I want but you know I'm happy about it Um, I'm happy um, and content, even knowing that I'll never um, eat a piece of chocolate ever again, that I cannot eat all the cheesecake I want and, and, and still be staying, I have no problem with that. I've come to terms with that. But more importantly is the fact that, you know, it's not God doing my will. It's me doing God's will, you know, being of service to, uh, to God and to others, um, knowing that you know, it is through life's challenges that I grow and facing them with equanimity. I mean, I, I, I don't go looking for challenges. Um, you know, I haven't come to that point. But I know that when they come, it is that God is giving me an opportunity to grow, to discover my my, my hidden strengths, um, you know, to to be the best person that I can be. And, you know, I'm just content and joyful in knowing that if this is part of God's will, then I will do it. Um, you know, obviously one day at a time, um, and um, provided that I stay in fit spiritual condition, to continuing to practice this, this thought process that I learned in steps one through nine, by practicing steps 10, 11, and 12 every single day to stay close to my creator, and with that I pass.
1: Thank you.
8: Thank you, Nessa
0: R. Larry Kay, please go ahead.
9: Good morning, Kathy, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good morning, thank you for your service. Um, Larry K., uh Compulsible Reader from Chicago, recovered. Thank you, God. Um, I'd like to take a look at this notion of being internally reorganized. You know, what happens to us when when our roots begin to grasp a new soil? That seems to be an interesting thing. you know, although this internal world of feelings and sensations, you know, it it dominates uh, perceptions in in us as a a baby even, what happens is it becomes increasingly foreign and distant as we learn to prioritize our outside world. Um, I mean, you know, we we don't pay as much attention to our internal world, and it often takes us by surprise. You know, we we, we um, often only tune into our body when it rings an alarm bell, you know, we're, we're extremely hungry, exhausted, or in pain. You know, maybe there's a flush of anger, um, a, a, a choked-up feeling of sadness. Or, or maybe it's the warmth of love in our, in our chest, and it comes out of the blue. And, you know, it's funny because researchers describe this as an ironic process, you know, when we attempt to resist a certain thought or action, you know, try, you know, for me trying to eat my junk food when I'm on a diet or trying to think of someone, you know, you just broke up with, you know, the effort usually backfires under stress and in the realm of the mind, what we resist persists. And sadly, for someone like me, um, some people end up turning to food and drugs and alcohol and many other behaviors as a last resort to quiet the monkey chatter, right? So what happens to a compulsive overeater when he or she experiences a complete psychic change? We're inwardly restructured. We're reorganized. We're we're content and peaceful in the midst of calamity because calamity is going to come comes right The 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 storms either in your life now or it's on its way but so too is the ability to transcend that when we become inwardly restructured it's quite an experience I've experienced it so grateful I didn't do it for myself I didn't have some epiphany there wasn't an aha moment I didn't learn how to not feel those feelings these steps work sequentially 1 through 12 change me I become inwardly reorganized Thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. With that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Larry K. Kathy C., please go ahead.
9: Good morning, everybody.
3: This is Kathy C. from Montreal, a compulsive overeater. Um, here we see uh, Bill has been, um, like he mentioned, he was floored of what was happening here. He saw an EBI um, a change, um, that transformation that uh we we all want um he he noticed that the there was there was something different about him, but it, 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 there was something at work in a human heart which had done the impossible because they um they they tried stopping you know drinking they 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 tried you know their own self- will human aid, it never worked, it never worked and here. Here was evidence. He called it a miracle. Right in front of him, there was his friend um, who, sh- who shouted great tidings, uh, you know, recovery. He was happy. Um, the, 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 uh, here's hope. There's belief. there's also believing in something in a power. he he keeps mentioning it, that he had no power. And now there was something working for him. You know, it, it, it wasn't his self will clearly. Um, and he was on a different footing, uh, you know, on a different path. He was he was settled somewhere else now, you know. His roots grasped a new soil. Um, that's a new belief. That's that's a new perspective. Um, and when you grasp, you know, your your roots go deep. Your your roots are always deep and under, and it's sturdy. You know, roots hold up trees, huge huge trees. So this is this is uh, just in itself. You know, a higher power, what it can do, um, and and for me, my my the, the for me how I I've changed. I look forward to coming um to meetings, listening online. Whereas before, I was stuck in self. Now, this is my go-to. This is what I like to do. I like to to go online, and I don't always share. I like to listen. I like to learn, um, and this is what I'm about now. So I see the difference. I could relate to this. You know, I've I've, I've um. I've experienced that same feeling here, being on the line with everybody. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Kathy C.
0: Jackie B., please go ahead.
10: Hi, I'm Jackie B., a recovered compulsive eater in Bronx, New York. Uh, can I be heard?
0: Yes, you can.
10: Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Thank you, everyone. Uh, readers and everyone. Um, what I liked was, and I highlighted, uh, he has a different footing. He rooted, his roots grasped a new soil. Um, like, I I am so amazed today, uh, my life. Uh, like I said, I've been in programs since, you know, 1992, and only in the last... Almost 7 months to have I uh really changed. Uh just literally metamorphosed. Not only, I mean physically, yeah, I had weight loss before that, but I mean I look in the mirror and I see the change. I see behind the eyes of Jackie and I'm just amazed. I'm amazed that now I pause. I ask my higher power for guidance. I call fellows in fellowship and Say, listen, this is what's going on. Um, But I know in my conscience, this is not right. Let me mull it over. Let me do a 10 step. Let me do an 11 step every day. Um, And every time I change, when I think the expectation is going to be something else, the result comes out different. Because I see in everything how life changes. I see a good morning to a stranger. Um, or a call to someone I haven't heard in a while, or even just randomly picking one out of the three thousand names we have on this list of and reaching out and saying, "Hey, I'm here. How you doing today?" Um, just really being sincere, being genuine, being real. Um, I always wanted an outcome. I thought being a martyr was going to give me an outcome of being wanted. You know what being wanted is? Is knowing that I call somebody and somebody knows that they're not alone today, that I'm a compulsive overeater. I will always be a compulsive overeater, but that doesn't mean I can't be a good human being if I really work these steps, do the big book, do the work. Um, everyone who shared before me, I totally get what they say because I am living that today. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jackie B. Anthony F., please go ahead.
8: Press star one, Anthony, to unmute.
0: Okay, we'll see if Anthony comes on. Uh, Chrissy G, are you there?
7: Yes. Good morning. Can you hear me, Kathy?
0: Yes, I can. Yes, I can.
7: Um, this is Chrissy G, recovered compulsive overeater and anorexic in New Jersey. I. I have such a, a strong faith at this point that I never had before in recovery, and I've been in recovery in other um, 12-step programs, and the power that I feel inside myself is something that I can only say that it's, it's been an evolution to understand just exactly what, what I could tap into here, and that I don't need anything outside of myself to tap into that power. There are so many tools though that help me to break through the, the blocks. I remember when I was first going through the steps, and I did it. I did it with Sally A. and we did it Lifeboat. And we did it as a group, and it was amazing because when we came to Step Two, and when we were talking about blockages and what's blocking me from my higher power, and what what is my higher power? How do I describe my higher power? We talked a lot about um, writing a, a Uh, classified ads for the kind of higher power that I would need in order to give up the food and give up all of my old tricks in order to feel secure enough to live, to face life every day. And my God has to be so big. And when when I would call my sponsor scared to death because I was going through the steps and I was also dealing with an unbelievable legal, financial, marital, like, mess, like a, a, a just a disaster show, and I would say to her, I'm scared, I'm terrified, and I I actually feel like I was shaking in my skin, and she'd say, your God's not big enough, my God's bigger than that, and it was so funny, because it tapped into my ego and my pride, like, yeah, well, I want my God to be bigger, too, and and I would go, and I would seek, and I would go to church, and I would pray, and I'd call people who know, and and I, I may, and my God became bigger. My your God's got to be huge in order to give up the only God you know, which for me was food and control. And I'm so grateful to be a part of this meeting with that. I'll pass.
0: Thank you very much, Chrissy G. I'm going to check again. Is Anthony S. on the line?
2: Yes. Uh, sorry, I had a techn- technological problem. Sure.
0: Go
2: ahead, Anthony. Hi, my name is Anthony S., and I'm a uh, recovering compulsive overeater from Michigan. Um, I wanted to share, uh, basically, um, I, when I was reading that part of the big book, I realized that um, that what he was talking about when he discussed um, how his roots grasped new soil, that's kind of what I experienced at, at meetings. Like when I would go to meetings and um, hear people talk and see people act and just watch the way that that they were, it was like there was something going on there that was um, that must have must be more powerful than than just what humans can do um, it's It's not like a, a pill or something that we can get from a doctor or from you know, something like that. It's it's something that's that I really can see, and I, I'm so new to this program. I, I do have a sponsor. I am working um, on the steps, and I'm on step four, um, going into step five, hopefully on Sunday. Um, and um, I I have the problem. It's very very real in me right now. Like I'm not recovered. I'm I'm recovering. I'm better. I'm it's being lifted from me, but I still have it big time. Um, And um, just to see the changes in myself from December, which is kind of like when I really hit this hard. I mean, I started in March of last year, but when it really became serious was December. Um, Until now, it's already a a lot. And people have been noticing it, too. It's not just me. Um, And actually, yeah, and and so... um, it's just, I still am very selfish, obviously. I have a lot of, like, thinking about myself. But but in the last, like, two, three months, I've noticed myself um, changing a lot and um, possibly, like, moving from the old soil to the new soil. Um, and I know some people it's not a sudden change, and other people it's, um, like, the one-second change, you know, where they just get on their knees and suddenly it's like a, like like in the big book with that man Um, and uh, with that I'll pass, thank you
0: thank you Anthony S okay Um, before I take new names I want to remind everyone to stay muted if you're not sharing and also please do not use speaker phones because they create echoes Um, who else would like to share
11: Tina S Leigh S
12: Melissa
5: C. Lisa T. Monica T. Jeanette S. Okay, one
0: second. I'm writing furiously. Uh, Lisa B., Tina S., Monica T. Who else? 2G. G- G, M. Melissa C. Melissa C. And Leah M. We're going to stop there. I have Lisa B., Tina S., Monica T., C.G., Melissa C., and Leah M. Um, and did I miss Craig F.? Did you speak to Craig? Yes.
13: Okay.
8: I'm sorry, who was that?
0: Okay, we're going to stop there. Um, Lisa B., please go ahead. Mm-hmm.
8: Lisa Press Star
14: One Calling. Can I be yep. heard now? Thank yes. you. This is Lisa B, a grateful recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. Well, what stands out for me in this reading is um, the word about uh, roots and soil, which also means living, alive, growing, and that's what I need. You know, for me with my uh, higher power, I need a living. God, a living higher power, and um, that's what he's seeing in Abby. And I, I never saw that, you know, a living God. I knew about religion, I knew about spirituality and faith, and I had a natural spirituality when I was growing up, but it never was real personal to me. So what he's seeing in Abby is this, this living life you know that's now growing inside of him you know his roots grasped the new soil this new soil that's inside of evie as a result of working the steps and getting unblocked and cleared and that's what's happened to me and i'm so grateful that today i do have a living higher power that grows with me and changes with me as life ebbs and flows, and um, I keep learning more and more. I can't rely on people. I can't rely on outside circumstances. And you know, he's seeing, he's identifying with Ebby. He knows Ebby is hopeless. He's a hopeless drunk, yet he is sober and he has a living life inside of him. And I've heard people talk about tombstones in the eyes. So I'll borrow that, you know, saying because it really speaks of it so clearly. If you looked at me. Um, right before I was led to a vision for you, you would have seen tombstones in my eyes. I wasn't aware that they were there. I was in so much denial. Um, so I'm just grateful to be here. I'm grateful for the process that I was taken through in this big book and getting entirely abstinent and getting sober and that today that is the most important relationship that I have, that living life of my higher power inside of me and deep inside of my heart. And also it does reference about um, the seed that was planted in one of the forwards to the additions um, and how that grew and sprouted. So I I love that reference. And I pass. Thank you for your service. Thank you, Lisa B.
15: Tina S., please go ahead. Thanks, Kathy. Tina S., uh, Recovered Compulsive Eater Anorexic in Florida. Great stuff. Great stuff. You know, I uh, you know I get hooked on this this um, sentence of here was something at work in a human heart which had done the impossible. You know, uh, it clearly describes for me a picture of Bill and Abby. And even though Bill was drinking openly, there was an attraction with Abby at his house. You know, and this hasn't hadn't happened before for him, and so this was a new thing, and he certainly was interested. You know, and I think that's something that that really clearly uh, states the difference between attraction and promotion. And so then he was, you know, he was looking for some things, you know, and he saw those miracles. And, and what I like about, you know, the human heart is, you know, I always heard that the longest distance was from my head to my heart, you know, and so the transformation of the heart has to happen. And for me, and this is for me, I speak clearly for myself because some other people maybe don't think this, but the only way that th- that was to happen was through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, and I tried every other way by my uh, magic magnifying mind, you know, that got me no place but back into the food. You know, but when I was willing to do something different, you know, it was amazing. I got something different. And so today, you know, I I love this part of the human heart because, therefore, you know, I'm not just intellectually transformed. I am humanly, my heart and my soul is transformed. So, therefore, I become a different person to do different things. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
12: Thank you, Tina S. Monica T., please go ahead. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, everyone. My name is Monica T, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Florida. So here we are in Bill's story, and Bill has, is working on his step two here, the process that we're seeing, this process of his thinking and what he's going through here with this step two, this this God idea, the spiritual solution to his problem. And 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 Abby is visiting him, and he's sitting across the table from him. And he goes, you know, it began to look like as though religious people were right after all, you know. Here was something at work in the human heart which had done the impossible. And I like how it says, here was something at work in a human heart. It doesn't say in his brain. You know, Monica's brain tried all kinds of ways, and nothing that I did worked. You know, how's your way working for you, Monica? Well, it didn't. And like was said, you know, here, a human heart, something was at work in his heart, which had done the impossible. Yeehaw! But what is it? And here's Ebby. He's a living miracle sitting across the table from Bill. Now, God knew what he was doing for sure when he sent Ebby with the message that the answer to the problem was a spiritual solution. Because, you know, they were buddies and drinking buddies from way back. And and Bill knew Ebby. He absolutely knew that Ebby was totally powerless. He couldn't deny this. There was no doubt in his mind. And he says, my ideas about miracles were drastically revised right then. Never mind the musty past. Here sat a miracle, a supernatural event directly across the kitchen table. Here sat, there is living proof. Have I seen living proof in these rooms? Yes, I have. I saw it in recovered people who said to me, Monica, if you want what we have, do this work. And he shouted great tidings. And we heard that Ebby didn't do any ranting. He didn't do any ranting. Through his presence, what Bill was seeing and feeling, he saw this transformation. He could feel this transformation. Would he have it? Yes, he would. And so did I want it. He was on a different footing. Yeah, Ebby was on a different footing. It wasn't himself. It wasn't me, myself, and I. It's a spiritual footing. God has come in and done for me what I couldn't do for myself. You know, his roots grasped a new soil a new life force here. It's called God. Trust God, clean house, and help others. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Monica T. Sue
16: please go ahead. Good morning, suji from Michigan. Recovered by the grace of God. Um, I've heard that we're all born with this little hole in our hearts and that only God can fill it. Well, obviously, Eddie had found, had through the, through the Oxford Group, had um, asked God to, to fill his little hole, and it made all the all the difference in the world with him. And now he's sharing it with Bill. And uh, I hear I when I hear, when I hear the shouted great tidings, I think of the angels you know, that announced um, great tidings of great joy. You know, you don't have to rant and rave. Your your life can show up, too. But, um, and that's what Abby's doing. His his life, his life is a miracle. And he didn't bring, as far as I can tell, he didn't bring up the steps other than steps one, two, three in the very beginning with Abby, I mean, with, with Bill. Um, because without the spiritual, you know, we... Well, we got this two-edged sword. I mean, without putting down the food, we don't. Putting down the alcohol, we we don't. Um, can't really hear the steps. And so because Bill still is picking up the alcohol, he wouldn't be able to hear the steps. But he listened to a changed life of someone um, who'd gone through what he had gone through. And that's how it happened with me. With years of being in OA, and never really heard a story of recovery, I never saw a changed life. It was all face to face meetings with complaining about their present lives and all their difficulty in, in putting the food down and everything else. But eddie had already done that, and so he could share that with Bill, and Bill could hear that because he was I mean he wanted it, he wanted to put the food down. He wanted to make amends to his wife, but he thought it was too late. And so he knew something other than... Um, he, he knew about amends somehow. Um, but I just I just love the idea, too, about the, the different footing. His roots uh, grasp a, a new soil. I think that's what happened with me. Uh, when I came into vision, I heard recovery. Um, I replaced the old dirt and the old rocks and um, the birds had come and taken the seed away right away and I put in healthy soil and and the healthy soil has taken root and has um, blossomed for me but that didn't happen for so many years I came in in in, uh, 1991 and all those years My soil was not a healthy soil in program. In my faith and my religion it was. But for some reason I still needed healthier soil. And I just praise God that that this um, miracle in my life has happened. Um, I think others have seen it before I saw it. And um, I'm just so grateful for uh, the program and for our literature. With that I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sue G. Melissa C., please go ahead.
11: Hi, good morning, Kathy Kay. Good morning, everyone. It's Melissa C. Recovered, compulsive overeater in New York. And, um, you know, like everyone else, I guess that, that root grafting new soil, that image is really strong for me this morning. Um, you know, and, but before that, it talks about how, um, you know, this miracle stood before him, that clearly there was a miracle, and that Bill's um, definition of miracle was being changed, you know, and that's that's me too, you know, my definition of what a miracle was, um, I'm as powerful a miracle today as um, the parting of the Red Sea, you know, Um, what happened to me is no less of a miracle, and, um, you know, and so Evie wasn't only um, inwardly reorganized, which, you know, isn't, isn't that enough? Like, inward reorganization, that's huge. Um, but his roots grasp new soil. It's like, what gives him support, what gives him nourishment, is entirely new and different. And so, um, yeah, that's my story. My, my inward, my brain was reorganized, rearranged, the way that I do things, the way that I think about things, um, the way that I act. Has been reorganized has been there's been a shift in priorities there's been a, a change in my perspective um, and but my roots are grasping new soil and so the things that gave me um support and gave me nourishment um that's no longer what i lean on for support and you know and i think about when when your roots are being transplanted like just when you're in the part of the work of this program there's a point where your roots are dangling, you know, seemingly with nothing. It's like you you remove the stuff that you're clinging to, and, um, and that's when you're free to really be transplanted and changed. And that's a highly vulnerable time. Um, and I think it's interesting that so many people jump back into the food at specific times of the program. And I think it's really right when they're about to get fresh soil, about to get a whole new support system, and, um, and I'm so grateful that I, you know, I leaned on every other kind of support until I was transplanted in new soil and, um, and able to lean on other things today. The power of God, the um, fellowship of, the, of this program um, has really transformed me. Thank you. That I'll Thank
0: you, Melissa C. Leah M., please go ahead.
17: Thank you, Kathy. Never mind the musty past. Here sat a miracle directly across the kitchen table. He shouted great tidings. Um, You know, this just, this whole reading, of course, (laughs) touches my heart, but, you know, particularly it reminds me of the text when it says, we have recovered and have been given the power to help others. You know, When we communicate like we do on the line every morning, um, you know, it's born out of our kinship and suffering and our desire to be helpful. Uh, You know, this is not about personal power or personal recognition. This is out of the fact that we want to shout the good news that if you are suffering in the disease of compulsive overeating, there is a way out. You no longer need to suffer that way. Um, There's there's an opportunity to be transformed, and it's through the experience of the 12 steps that transforms us from uh, a selfish, self-centered existence to a spirit-guided mind. And this communication that we do every day that we're responsible for that's, uh, you know, an obligation and certainly there's some self-preservation there, Um, you know, it's a hand reaching out to those who are still suffering to say you no longer need to live that way because in the face of collapse and despair, in the face of total failure of our human resources, we who have recovered, have found a new power, new peace, new happiness, new uh, purpose, a new sense of direction, a new vision, if you will, after we met a few simple requirements, which is, of course, the steps. And that is available to everyone. There is no limitation to the spiritual wealth and richness that's available here. So this is no ordinary talk on this line or any other healthy recovery room. Um, this is not an ordinary transmission of helpful ideas and attitudes. This is born out of our common suffering. Um, and giving others who don't know a way out, you know, the news, the information, the tidings that there is a way out, you know, I'll, I'll say it, from page 18, which we'll say a lot better, that the man who is making the approach has had the same difficulty, that he obviously knows what he's talking about, that his whole deportment shouts at the new prospect that he is a man with a real answer, that he has no attitude of holier than thou, nothing whatever except the sincere desire to be helpful. After such an approach, many take up their beds and walk again. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Leia M. Um...
13: Craig F, please go ahead. This is Craig F. Can you hear me? I can. Thanks. Thank you. Wow, that's a tough one to follow. Um, I uh, um, have a little bit di- different take on that new soil thing. And you know, I had a friend that had a had a field, and he had a corner of the field that wouldn't grow very. Uh, the crops wouldn't grow very well, and and. Uh, I happened to be doing a job close by, and we had a a a, a BOMAG machine. And I think of a, uh, that as like a big industrial-grade rototiller that can break up rocks and asphalt. And uh, so I, on Saturday, I brought it over there, and we ran it through that corner of the field because it was hard pan underneath that soil. And, and it broke it up, and, and uh, it it mixed it all in, and, and after that... Uh, the crops in that corner of the field actually were stronger and and bigger than the rest of the crops once it was once that hard pan got broke up and what I the what I'm trying to get to is that um the soil was still the same old soil that that um it had just been broken and that in other words I I think that for us it, it was still the same old soil um but we we recover because we've been broken. We've hit a bottom. We've uh, allowed God to work in our lives to the point that we've done enough uh, research into our powerlessness that uh, we're ready to accept a different way of life. At least that's the way it worked for me. Uh, I had to uh, exhaust all my options, try all my ideas. Uh, e- even in program, I had to try my own ideas, uh, you know, I'll only do this much. I'll only, you know, I'll just do enough to, to uh, maybe get abstinent. Abstinent. I'll stay abstinent on the fellowship. I'll go to a lot of meetings. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll work the first three steps. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll make some amends. But there's some people I, you know, that that I, until I got broken enough, until I, I, uh, until I saw that this thing, disease was killing me, and allowed myself to be broken up enough. Uh, I was still not able to to flourish, but once I got broken, then uh, I was new soil. the crops could 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 grow, and i I wasn't so rocky, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Greg F. It is now time to close our meeting. Um, we Of course, we have another uh, unrecorded meeting following this one. Thank you, everyone, who has shared. Um, we will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164 and follow that with the serenity prayer. Um, let's see. Rachel N.M., M., would you read uh, A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
18: Yes, thank you. This is Rachel N am M. a recovered compulsive overreader and anorexic from Ohio.
0: Thank you very much, Rachel. And, and, and before we close, I want to tell everyone that the share ID for this meeting today, 7 a.m., uh, is 9677. 7. That's March 2nd, Thursday. The share ID 9677. 7.